0: What is up, everybody? Episode 49 of J5 getting live here on Tuesday, October 4th, 2022. Well, what a surprise. What a surprise. The New York Giants are 3-1. The Jets are 2-2. And both teams continue to find ways to win there's no quit in either team and that in and of itself is impressive and we get to get ready for both New York baseball teams for the playoffs Aaron Judge sitting on 61 home runs the Yankees knocking on the door of 100 wins and the New York Mets probably going to win 100 games and not win the division And that is where we're going to start. I've gone back and forth for a while on the show, on the program, whatever you want to say, saying that the Braves are good. The Braves are the defending champs. They can find a way to win this division. And a couple months ago, I thought it was done in August when the Mets took, uh, I think it was four out of five from them at Citi Field. And just, the Mets are going to met. That's At the end of the day, that's what it's going to be. And it's been a great year for them. But, Jacob deGrom, Max Scherzer, Chris Bassett, Francisco Lindor, Pete Alonso, all came up small. And you can't have that if you're a championship caliber baseball team. You can't have none of your guys show up in the biggest series of the year. And you know what the Braves did? The Braves showed up. All their guys. They dominated the Mets for three games and they let them know that they're the world champs. And now the Mets have to hope that Don Mattingly and the Marlins find a way to sweep the Braves... And that the Mets find a way to sweep the Nationals here in New York this week, so that they can win a division and avoid the wild card. Because let me tell you, if they have to face in the if they have to go to the wild card and burn up Degrom and Scherzer, and then turn around and go out to LA, it is not good for this team. The Mets are not made to handle that. Outside of McNeil, nobody on this Mets team, and Escobar, I should give him credit to, nobody besides the two of them has done anything for the last month as this team has just found a way to not win the games they were supposed to win. They had opportunities to close this door. The A's, the Marlins, the Pirates... When you don't win those kinds of series, that's when you blow a division lead. And that's exactly what they did. Ten games in May, six in August. They couldn't find a way to close the deal. I'm not saying they can't win a World Series. I don't think it's likely, but I'm not saying they can't do it. I just don't see it at this point. I think the Dodgers and the Braves are both better than them. And the Braves showed you that they're better than them. And the, this Mets team is going to have a tall task to climb. They're going to be the four seed most likely. They'll play the Padres is how it seems. And it just doesn't seem like, you know, I, I don't know. I, there was never a sense of urgency from this team. And Buck is going to have to find a way to wake him up for the playoffs. It's the bottom line. DeGrom wasn't bad. Scherzer wasn't bad. The Mets just didn't hit. You got to hit. They didn't do enough. That's the bottom line. Whether it was coming down the stretch or in Atlanta, none of them did enough. And now they're going to pay the price. Now to my Yankees. Knocking on the door of 100 wins. Aaron Judge knocking on... The door of 62 home runs. Hopefully he does it tonight. Otherwise, it comes down to tomorrow. And then the Yankees are going sit around, to sit around and wait. And wait and see who they play. Whether it be the Mariners or the uh, the Cleveland Guardians. I was going to say the Indians, but I forgot they're the Guardians now. Um, and we're just going to have to wait and see what Yankee team shows up. But, in my opinion, I don't think it's going to be the Yankee team that played from April to July 1st. I think the team that has been the last four years under Aaron Boone, Aaron Goon as I like to say, is going to be the one that shows up. The Yankees have won the games they've needed to win down the stretch. They won the division. So congrats to them. They deserve praise for that. But the bottom line is it hasn't it hasn't been pretty. And even now this team hasn't played up to their potential. A lot of these games that they've won, close, tight it's not it's not enough for me. I'm concerned about the bullpen. I'm concerned about the pitching staff. Garrett Cole has not really hasn't showed up too much as the ace of this team besides the game five in 2020 against the Tampa Bay Rays I haven't seen Garrett Cole be that dominant figure but I guess we'll wait and see we'll see what happens here the rest of the way with this team losing Marinaccio is a big deal Losing Britain Hurts. This bullpen is in shambles as they get ready for the playoffs. And we got to see. I want to see what this team does in the playoffs when nobody's pitching a judge. I want to see. If Stanton has showed that he could be a bopper in the playoffs. I want to see if he could bring it. The Yankees are going to need everything out of Rizzo. They're going to need Glaber to be the guy he's been for the last three last month. And that's going to determine how far this Yankee team goes. I don't think it's far, though. And I know that's a little bit negative, but I just haven't seen it from these guys. Next Tuesday, we're going to find out what they're made of. Until then, we're going to wait around. Now, to my Giants. 3-1. Three and one. If I would have told you that back in May when the schedule came out, every Giants fan would have signed up for it. Going to London, three and one. I would have taken two and two. And I've heard Boomer Esiason's comments about, oh, the Giants are going to trade Saquon Barkley. Oh, the Giants are going to go two and eleven. Boomer. You could put it where the sun don't shine, man. Nobody's listening to you. The Giants aren't going two and 11 the rest of the way. This team believes. I'm not saying they're going to the Super Bowl because they're not, but this team could go seven and 10. This team could go eight and nine. Their schedule isn't crazy. Yeah, they got two tough games coming up. No doubt. If they could split, it would be a huge victory, with question marks at the quarterback position right now, due to injury and a lot of injuries hitting this team. If they could split it would be huge. But if they're 3 and 3 after 6 weeks, guess what? That's a win. The schedule is is definitely haveable for this team. After the Packers and the Ravens, they have Jaguars, Seahawks, bye, Texans, Lions. 5 4 winnable games. And everybody wins on the bye. Four winnable games. So what? They can't be 5-5? Five and five? I don't see why not. And they're not trading Barkley. He's been their best player. They might even sign him to an extension. They might bring him back on a second contract. Who knows? But there's no time for negativity right now. So Boomer Esiason, you could shut up with your negativity. Brian Dayball is in the conversation for Coach of the Year right now. Joe Shane is in conversation for Executive of the Year right now. I know it's only four weeks. I know there's a long season left in front of us, 13 games. But why not? Why can't this team go 8-9, and 9-8, nine, 7-10? and, eight, seven and 10? They could. Outside of the Eagles and the Cowboys – after, after these two weeks, they don't have anybody that tough left on the schedule. They don't have anybody who's not that beatable. They could even split with the Cowboys. They could even split with the Eagles. It's a division game. Anything happens in those games. I'm just saying. I know I'm a little excited right now at the fact that they're 3-1. and one, But I've liked what I've seen from this team. They run the ball down people's throats. Stacked box. All day on Sunday, the Giants came to play. That offensive line was manhandling people. Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley finding holes. Yeah, they didn't have to throw for a lot of yards to win, but good teams find ways to win games. That's exactly what they did. They game-planned plan- game to win a game. That's all they did, and it worked. And Wink-Martindale's defense has been great. It, didn't, it hasn't mattered who's been on the field. That was only Kayvon Thibodeau's second game in the NFL. He looked great. He was getting after the quarterback left and right. Azizo Ojolari rounded into form. We'll see what happens with his calf. Either way, I'm starting to believe in this team. This franchise is finally heading in the right direction. And now, let's talk about the Jets. Going into Pittsburgh, a place they were 1-10 in 10 as a franchise. Lifetime. They get the second-half comeback from Zach Wilson. And let me tell you, that defense played really well. Three interceptions to pick it. One to Trubisky. When they got down 2017 after leading, after leading on and off in the game, I thought they were going to find a way to lose. I did. And credit to the Jets. Credit to Zach Wilson being mobile, showing enough that you start to believe that maybe he could be a franchise quarterback for this team. Corey Davis back from the dead this week. Had a great game. Finally, the Jets starting to use Brees Hall more. I was texting Zantz Sunday. I said, Enough with Michael Carter. Feed Brees, he started laughing. It's the truth, though. Give the kid the rock. He looked great. He looked great on that touchdown run to end the game. He knew where he had to be. The Jets. Maybe Salah was right. Keep the receipts. I owe him an apology. He got them to 2-2. Two and two. But you know what they got to do now? They got to beat Teddy Bridgewater and the Miami Dolphins. No two of this week. That dolphin defense is tough. They're going to bring a big blitz against Zach. Jets could use Dwayne Brown back in a big way. But there's no reason this team can't be three and two after this week. That's the way you answer the bell if you're this Jets team. You have to bring it. You got to win a division game. It's time. Salah's got to turn the corner on this franchise. They got to start to believe this would be a step in the right direction. Teddy Bridgewater is going to cause problems for this team. That's the kind of quarterback he is. He's gimmicky, he's not fun to play against. They got a lot of weapons Waddle, Hill, the running backs. So you got to be careful. He's going to find a way to score points. I saw it last year. The Jets saw it last year. The Giants saw it last year. When he was in Denver, he found ways to win games. Had that Denver team off to a 3-0 and start. But the bottom line is, if you're the Jets, you got to just hang in there, keep this game close, keep it ugly, and find a way to get a win. But regardless, if you're a New York sports fan right now, you got a lot to be happy about. And you gotta keep listening to J5 Getting Live. Every Tuesday, every Thursday, we're gonna keep coming at you, get you ready for the baseball postseason, get you ready for the, the NFL week, four and one with the NFL picks this week. College wasn't so hot, two and three, but we're gonna we're gonna rebound. I'm gonna get going. So make sure you're listening, subscribing, tell a friend to tell a friend. Follow me on Instagram and on Twitter at J-O-H-N-M-U-R-A-C-H-A-N-I-A-N. And follow me on TikTok, J, the number five, G-E-T-T-I-N-L-I-V-E. All right, guys, that's an episode. J5 out.